Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finished that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia Johnson, but you can call me Shay, and I am your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving through Christ Jesus, and Y, yielding to the Holy Spirit. So if you think that you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on any podcast and platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you are notified every single time we release a new episode. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back and let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 29 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. But before I dive deep into this episode, y'all know that I have to invite my co-host, Holy Spirit, in. So let's take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for allowing me to get on this platform another day. I want to thank you for the year that you gave me in the year of 28. And I want to thank you for everything that transpired and everything that you did for me within that year. I pray that going into the year of 29, that I expand my trust in you and I yield to you more and more throughout this year. I pray for your will to be over my year of 29 completely. And I just pray for more of you in this year and less of my flesh. I just pray that I continue to die to my flesh. I pray that through this episode, I'm able to resonate with someone and they're able to walk their year out and continue to obey the word that you've given them. And I pray that you bring into my remembrance anything that I may have forgotten throughout this year. And I just thank you for your sovereignty. And I thank you for your love for me, no matter what. And I just thank you for the platform that you have given me. Through this episode, I pray for less of you and more of me. And I want to thank you again for letting me see the age of 29. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I've welcomed my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of this episode. So if you would like to submit any high and low moments that you may have had during the week, you can always do so by DMing us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly to our email address. I'll make sure that all of that is on the screen for you right now. And if you do so, you have the opportunity to be featured on the podcast. And if you have any low moments or prayers that you want and you want us to keep that private, just let us know and we'll definitely pray for you in private. So do not hesitate to reach out to us. But I did have a high submission for this week, so let me go ahead and get into it. 
So this high submission came from Single and Saved in the City. This is actually my good friend Rondell's Facebook group. So y'all definitely go and check that Facebook group out if you are single. And Saved, of course, is a community for us because I'm in that category as well. So definitely go and check that out. I'll be sure to include that in the show notes below. But her high for this week is she's grateful that God has been making ways for Christian to get all he needs for school. Christian is her son, by the way. He's been making ways literally out of no way. And then she has a prayer request to please pray for her as she transitions into this new phase of motherhood and having a child in school. So y'all definitely keep my sis Rondell in your prayers. I know she will appreciate it. And sis, I am definitely praying for you. And I am so excited that Christian is in school and you told me that he's enjoying it. And that is so exciting because I just couldn't imagine being a mother and my kid not enjoying school I feel like I would just take them out because I feel like I'm gonna be a mother bear like that but thank God he is in an environment that you are trusting of and also that God made a way so glory to God on that all right so I'm gonna go ahead and jump into my high and low moments for the week so my high for the week is your girl turned 29 on the 18th yay I am so grateful to experience the age of 29 you know a lot of people didn't make it through 28 and they may have passed away before they turned 29 so I know it's a blessing and I am truly appreciative of it and I thank God so much for it and I can't wait to see what 29 looks like for me on my birthday I did get to go out with my family we went to a sushi restaurant and we had a great time. I felt the love that day. And I was so excited because if y'all tuned into a previous episode where I call sis, just go through it. I talked about how normally around my birthday, I am very sad, very anxious and never really look forward to it. So this year I was trying to be intentional, like not to let things affect me or throw me off and not allow me to be grateful for my birthday. So I was proud of myself and grateful and thankful to the Lord that he was able to help me through that so I can truly say I enjoyed my 29th birthday and I appreciate everyone who was there for me and showed up I really do appreciate it and for my low this week I don't really have like a low moment but I do have a prayer request so I am actually trying to take a new step in my life so I'm just going to ask for prayers in that area right now I'm not going to share it but If God tells me to share it, then I will, or when that moment comes to share it, I will. But I definitely just want y'all to pray for God's grace in the transition of my life, that everything goes well, and that I'm able to hear from him, and I'm able to to continue to yield to him in those experiences as I try to move to the next stage of my life. Yeah, so thank you for that. Thank you for your prayers. And thank everybody for the birthday wishes. I did make a post on the Instagram page, Facebook page, and also the YouTube. And I got so many birthday wishes. So I definitely appreciate y'all for that. It is very welcomed and I appreciate it. All right, so that is all the high and lows that I have for this week. But now that we've completed that, let's go ahead and transition to the biblical background of this episode. Okay, y'all, if you are watching the video version of the podcast, then you'll see I got really dressed up today. So I knew that it was going to be my year of 28 recap video. So I definitely wanted to dress up and kind of like look like I was celebrating. So I got my little frilly black blouse on. I 
did some special things to my eyes because normally I just come on here with just some lashes and my favorite, my red lipstick. So I had to show up and show out a little bit for my 29th birthday. So yeah, I dressed up a little bit if you're watching on the video portion of the episode. But this is actually a thing that I've been doing for the past two years. I would make a video basically where I recapped my entire year for the previous year and then I will give the word that God gave to me because normally God gives me a word around my birthday to tell me like what he wants me to focus on for that entire year while I'm that age and he gave me another word this year and so I basically sit down and I recap everything that happened and how the word for that previous year really showed up in my life and then I introduce to you all the next word that God gave me for the year. So my word for 28 was actually fearless. And if y'all have been keeping up with my journey, then you know exactly why God gave me that word. Because it definitely was something that had to be applied in the year of 28. I do want to encourage you all, if you don't, like sit down and reflect around your birthday on everything that God has done for you within that year, I highly encourage you to do so because sitting down and really reflecting month by month on everything that happened, you're able to really see what God has done in your life because we're humans, we forget things and it reminds you to be thankful and grateful and, and really hones in on God's sovereignty because a lot of times we can forget about his sovereignty and how intricate he is with everything that he does and so every single year that I do this I realize more and more how sovereign God is so I really do encourage you all to do that if you are not doing it I do encourage you to do so and I'll link the two videos that I've done already in the show notes below if you want to see the recaps on the age of 26 and 27 but for this year, we're recapping 28. So in the video where I recap 27 and I was given my word for the year, I explained that the number eight means new beginnings, new horizons and a bright future. And I was turning 28. So I felt like God was telling me that that year of 28 was going to be a huge year of just new beginnings, new horizons and a bright future. And boy, y'all. Did God really show up and show out? Because when I filmed that video, August 15th, 2021, I had no idea what God was really about to do in my life for the next year. And the year of 28, like I mentioned, has definitely represented new beginnings in my life. And I am actually so grateful and thankful for what God has done. So right now I am going to go month by month from September all the way up into July and recap to you all everything God has done for me while I was 28. And then I'll jump into the word for the year 29. So let's go to September. Okay, so I know a lot of y'all will probably laugh and my key takeaway for September, but it felt significant. And I'm so glad that God actually reminded me of this thing that happened in September for me to write it down to talk to y'all about it because it was very significant. When I started working full time travel, my company provided me with a laptop. And so this was in like 2018 that I got my first work laptop because before then I just had a desktop at my desk. And then when I did travel, I just had to get a loaner. So I had my laptop for three years and that was my baby. That was the only laptop that I really knew. It had all of my information in it from every site that I've done, every note 
that I had everything was in my laptop. And then one day in September, I tried to log into my laptop that had been working for me A-OK for the past three years. And then out of nowhere, y'all, when I tried to log in, my computer was going as slow as a turtle walks. I am not exaggerating. It took so long just for me to log into work and so long for me to even pull up my emails. So I knew something's wrong with my computer. It's slowly dying. So I reached out to my manager and she reached out to our um, hardware team and they told me that I was going to need a new laptop to bring it in so they could give me a new one because I had to trade it in. Now, as you can imagine, I did not appreciate this because this was my baby. This had been my laptop for three years and it had everything I needed on it. And if I give it to y'all, then I'm not going to have the information anymore, right? So I had to go through the process of moving everything on my laptop, like all the notes and stuff that I had to a network folder. So when I got my new laptop, I can just move it all over. But see, the thing with that is my laptop was going so slow. So this took like two days for me to do successfully to move everything so I did all that and I went and got my new laptop now when I got my new laptop I've realized oh this is new this is this is new and improved like this is a nice laptop like why were you complaining about turning in the old janky laptop and you got a brand new Dell laptop is lightweight it keeps a charge it turns on so fast what were you complaining about sis I really appreciated the new laptop that I got, even though I was so annoyed and upset that I had to trade in my old laptop, okay? So I feel like this was God easing me into change. He knew the type of attitude that I would have when it comes to change because I am, I'm not a person of change, you know? I get emotionally invested with items at times. Some things I have in my room I really don't need, but I just feel like emotionally invested to it so I have it so I know that's me I accepted it so God was getting me ready for the inevitable change that was going to happen through the rest of the year he started out really small and he was showing me change is going to happen but that change is going to be so much better just like that laptop was so much better the change that was coming up in my life was going to be so much better it was going to be lightweight just like the computer was it was going to keep a charge quickly like a charge in my life, just like that laptop was. So I needed to appreciate the change that was going to happen in my life instead of thinking back on the past when God is trying to move me to a new season. That's the significance of September to me. That was the biggest thing that happened in September for me that God really reminded me of when I sat down to write this episode. So moving on to October. So one day in October, when I got out the shower, I was drying off. And as I was drying off, I could just... Like when God speaks to me at times, it's not audible. I guess I could say when God speaks speaks to me, it's kind of like he shows me something in my mind. So when I was drying off, he showed me the phrase, be faithful with the little things. And I could just like see it. And I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, I just kept it in my little mind. And then it led to me studying where that particular quote came from of be faithful with the little things that's actually about the parable of the bags of gold and that can be found in Matthew chapter 25 14 through 30. So I studied that out and my focus scripture from that parable after I studied it out was Matthew 25 and 21. 
Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. The study is basically about being good stewards over the blessings that God gives to you. And if you're good stewards over the little that he gives to you, he'll bless you with even more. This led to a deep clean of my car because I was very convicted that I wasn't keeping up with cleaning my car. Because at the time, my car was absolutely disgusting. And I just felt like God was convicting me. And so that same day, I got my car, pulled it out of the um, garage, and I deep cleaned it. And he told me to film it. So I filmed myself deep cleaning the car. And when he told me to film the cleaning process of my car, God also told me that he wanted me to include the devotional of what I studied in the video. So if somebody's just trying to watch like a car cleaning video, they'll at least come across this devotional and potentially hear the word from God coming to them, you know. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. That definitely is aligned to, you know, what you're telling me to do about living intentionally. So I definitely definitely do that if you are interested in watching that video i'll be sure to link it down below in the show notes so you can check it out so that was the biggest thing that happened in october for me that i can remember but little did i know that god telling me to deep clean my car in october would lead to a blessing that i will receive in november so let's go ahead and move to november so one random day in November, my goddad texts me a picture of my dream car. Now, my goddad knew that I wanted this car. Now, I had put this car on my vision board back in 2019. And in 2019, I could not afford the car. So it was just on my vision board. So when I did go car shopping, I ended up getting a Honda Civic. And I love that little car, y'all. That was my baby. It had everything that I wanted inside of it from, you know, the upgrade from my college car. So it had like the push start automatically unlocking my door with the touch of my hand. It had a sunroof. It had leather seats. Oh, and it had heated seats, y'all. It had everything I wanted in the car. And it was an amazing deal and low mileage. So I ended up getting that car when I did go car shopping. So when my goddad sent me the picture of my dream car, I was not searching for a car at the time. He just randomly sent it to me. And when I looked at the car, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what I wanted. Like, it was the color I wanted. The inside of it had the exact interior color that I wanted. And I was like, this is my car. This is the car that I wanted. And it had, y'all, the mileage on that car was like 1,000 miles. That's it. 1,000 miles. And I was like, is this true? Like, what is wrong with this car? You know, I couldn't believe it. So to make a long story short, me and my mom ended up driving to Montgomery because that's what the car was. The car was in Montgomery. We ended up driving to Montgomery that weekend. And my mama, she always has told me since I was little, she's like, if something is for you, then God is going to hold it for you. So basically, if you have somebody saying, oh, you better get it now or it's going to be gone. If God wants it for you, it's going to be there when you go back. So when we got to the dealership, when we pulled in, I saw my baby. She was sitting right there at the front of the dealership waiting for me. So I was like, yep, God has that for me. We test drove it. Absolutely loved it. It was what I wanted. A couple hours later, we were back on the road with my dream car, who has since been named Faith. Because I just feel like she is a testament of faith. Not necessarily my faith, but basically a testament of having faith in God I was just on a faith journey with God and then next thing I know here's my dream car like (laughs) 
So just a testament to everybody. Continue to have faith in God. He takes care of his children. He spoils you with things that you even forgot that you wanted. And that was my new thing. My new thing in November was my dream car. And like I said, that reminded me that God knows the desires of your heart. And even if you forget those desires, he remembers and he wants to see you happy. Like he's just not this God that just wants you to stay out of sin and obey him. He also wants to see you happy. It definitely showed God as a father to me more because in that moment he was really spoiling me like an earthly dad was for their daughter. That's what God was doing for me in that moment because it was that car is truly a blessing, y'all. It's truly a testament of God. That is literally a God print in my life because the deal that I got that car in, absolutely amazing, y'all. So, whew, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> and I also vlogged that experience of going to get my car. So I'll include that link down below as well in the show notes. But that same month in November, I received a new manager at work. And for everybody that knows me, they know that that's a big deal because I loved my manager. Like she had been my manager since like 2018. And I was completely satisfied with her. She understood me. She was caring. She was compassionate. She was... She was like a mentor. She she kept me driven. She kept everybody on the team driven. She like genuinely cared about everybody on the team. She was all about team morale. Like she really cared about the people on her team. And she didn't have the typical manager mindset of let me see what you're doing. I just want to watch up on you. Like she was like, I care about you as a person, basically. And so she had been my manager when I had all of those anxiety attacks. And she understood through the whole entire process. And she also you know, was the manager who understood why I couldn't travel and she wasn't pressuring me to travel ever. She never pressured me to travel. So when I heard the news that I was getting a new manager, I was completely terrified. And I remember at the time, God just kept reminding me, fearless, fearless. You have nothing to be afraid of. Fearless. Because that's my word, y'all remember. I just remember praying and giving it to God and was like, Shh, I put it in your hands. I'm going to give it to you because there's literally nothing I can do. Like, I don't really even know this man right now. So I can't just be like, he's not like my manager because I hadn't even been managed by him for real. I just was like taken aback that I didn't have my manager anymore. But I'm just going to tell y'all, that's when I got my new manager at work in November, which was a new thing again. The next month was December. And that was actually the first month that I took like consecutive weeks off of the podcast. I felt God leading me to do Vlogmas. And with Vlogmas, he was like, don't do any episodes. Just release these videos showing your life up to Christmas. Which I have, I've always been a lover of YouTube. So I knew what Vlogmas was. And, you know, years before I had thought about doing it. But I was like, mm, I'm fine. I'm podcasting. You know, I'm not a lifestyle channel but I just felt like God was giving me the okay for it and plus he wanted me to like take time off of the podcast at this time and y'all know me being a type a personality having an anxiety disorder I was just like "Mm -mm, that's not a good go God like gotta put out an episode we can't miss episodes like it's all about consistency God it's all about consistency and he's just like it's all about me it's all about me and I'm like okay yeah you're right you're right it's all about you and so I gave it over to him and we took the entire month of December off. 
of producing podcast episodes and we were just putting out vlogmas content on YouTube and we got like so many amazing like reviews and comments and feedback from vlogmas and so I could tell why God wanted me to do it because we were able to reach more people during that time and introduce them to the podcast. So if God allows Vlogmas to happen this year, I'm definitely willing to do it. And also Vlogmas showed me what I was capable of. Like I was actually capable of producing a video every single day for 25 days. And I did it. I didn't skip a day. So he showed me that I could push the boundaries of what I was used to. And then also he was telling me that it's okay to take a break because he knew like what was coming up in my life would require me to take breaks from the podcast at times. I just wasn't aware of it, but he was. So in January, this is when like the biggest of new beginnings happened for me. And that's crazy that January is the beginning of a new year. But yeah, (laughs) this is when things got real. That's what I like to say. So my original co-host of the podcast, she told me that it was time for her to leave the podcast. Now, initially, I was shocked, but I knew that God had been preparing me for this. And I talked about it in a previous podcast episode because at the time, my co-host had started a new career and she needed to change the filming schedule, which I was okay with the change of the filming schedule. I just got like this fear and anxiousness in the pit of my stomach that the next move was going to be her leaving the podcast which is actually like a a sign from God you know I I felt like he was showing me and giving me the feeling like hey she's gonna leave and he wanted me to get prepared for that back then so back then when I was like sending those feelings and talking to him he reassured me that if she leaves you'll be okay you still got me Like, if she leaves, I still want you to do this podcast, basically, he was telling me back then. So when God told me that back then, I didn't think of her leaving anymore. I just felt like, you know, God reassured me that if something happens, it's okay. But I didn't think that it was going to happen, especially when it did happen. So when she told me that she was leaving, I was honestly in shock. And I documented how I felt in a video. I'll be sure to leave that video down below in the show notes as well. I documented like right after she left my house, I documented how I felt and I documented my journey of becoming a solo podcast host because I already knew what God told me earlier in 2021. So I was thankful that he had given me that word already because I was able to hold on to that right initially when she told me she was going to leave. So I had peace about doing the show for myself. And then also I thought about the series that God had gave me. So at the time, how my previous co-host and I did it, we would have series every single month and each one of us would take a turn talking about what we wanted to talk about for each month. So I had January and she had February and then I was going to do March. So God had already given me the series from March and January, and this was like early January. And he told me that the series for March was going to be Spring Forward. I had already wrote down that Spring Forward was going to be the series for March, and we were going to be talking about new beginnings and new seasons. Had no idea that my calls was going to leave at the time. So that was also God working on my behalf and reassuring me that everything was going to be okay and reminding me other new beginnings and new seasons by giving me that series for March because when she told me in January she said my last month is going to be March so I was like okay we got a couple months to get everything worked out and then also the last series is going to be about 
you know, like new seasons. And so after we do this and go into April, it's just going to be me by myself. I was like, this is perfect. All God ordained, right? All God ordained. So the next month in February, believe it or not, I caught COVID for the first time. On Valentine's Day, I filmed makeup and ministry for that month. And I was so tired that entire time. Like, I felt bad, but I, like, pushed through because I was, like, I wanted to be consistent in the videos. But, like, within the next three days, I was down bad. Like, my throat was hurting so bad. I was so fatigued. I had sinus pain. I had a cough. I had, a, like, I was sneezing. My nose was completely stuffed up. Like, I was down bad. And I took a at-home COVID test, but it came back, like, a really, really, really faint line. So... I was like, I don't even know if that's considered positive or negative, but I know how I feel. So I was like, I have COVID because I know what a sinus infection feels like and I know what a cold feels like. And this don't feel like neither one of those things. So this has to be something I never had before, which was COVID. And then also the whole house got sick. And I'm just like, this is definitely COVID. Like all of us are down bad. All of us have the same symptoms and it happened like one after the other. So this is definitely COVID. One thing I want to say is through that entire time, God made a way. I was in my word every single day. Like even though I felt bad, I was still able to get up and read my word. And then, you know, when I got to like my pits in, I was just like really bad. I was like, okay, that's enough for the day. And I would lay down and go to sleep. And then like also during the entire time, I didn't have issues with my breathing at all. And that is very significant because if y'all don't know, I have asthma. And I had always been like super afraid to get COVID because I have severe asthma. Like this is not like I work out, got to take two puffs. Like I'm on a daily inhaled steroid for my asthma. Like I have severe asthma. So the fact that I had this pulmonary disease, like this pulmonary illness, and not one day was I really affected with my breathing, testament to God. Like I did have a bad cough, and I remember one cough, I was like, ooh, I don't like how that felt. But I never was affected by my breathing. And I thank God for that. And I know that it was all him. That was the biggest thing in February. And I basically feel like that was just God saying, I am going to keep you, girl. I got you. Reminding me, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be afraid of. So in March, it was the last series with my co-host and so I had to start getting things ready for my solo hosting of the podcast so I had to come up with a new episode format you know I no longer had to think about anybody so I really had to sit down and reflect and like okay what is your vision for this podcast basically I had to sit down and rethink it because I always had a co-host so I sat down, I came up with a new format of my episodes. I introduced the high and low portion. I knew that I, I wanted to still keep the podcast very like biblically grounded, like Bible study based, because I knew that that's what the podcast came from, my Bible study and just breaking down God's word to people. So I was like, I know I want to do that, but I wanted to get rid of the series because when I had a co-host, it's like the episodes didn't need to go over a certain amount of time and I didn't want to limit myself anymore. So I didn't want to have to do a series because the series 
help stay in the time frame. And so I'm just like, I don't want to do series because I don't want to put a time limit on what God is trying to, you know, get me to tell the people. Like, I understand, like, some people don't want to watch long episodes, but then it's, that's just not for them. You know, that's how I was. And also for the process, I had to redo all of the, like, the video add-ins. I had to, like, come up with a new podcast cover because like all the graphics for the podcast I do them myself so I had to just redo everything to take away my co-host so come in April it could literally be obedience podcast with Shantavia Johnson you know so I had to do all of that so I was very busy in March just trying to get ready for my new season in April now don't get me wrong through the entire March as I'm like preparing all of this stuff for being a solo podcast host I also had to battle with fear and feeling like I wasn't worthy enough to be a solo podcaster because I no longer had my crutch that I was used to, but I just kept leaning on God already told you, you were going to be okay. Like this is all a part of his plan. Like he gave you somebody for this amount of time. He always knew in 2022 that she was going to leave and it was going to be time for you to do this. So you got this. He's, he's sovereign. He predestined this already. So just go and do it. Like it's nothing to be afraid of. And that is what I leaned on because I was very nervous that I wouldn't be enough for viewers by myself and I would lose subscribers. Like, these people subscribed to Obedience Podcast with Ashley and Shantavia. They did not subscribe to Obedience Podcast with Shantavia. So I am I am nervous. These people, they're going to go. I'm going to lose subscribers. But in April, God would definitely, definitely prove me wrong. So moving on to April, that was my first month as a solo podcaster. And so my first episode came out April 4th. And to my complete surprise, when I sat down to premiere the episode, I noticed that my subscriber list has shot from 783 subscribers to 884 subscribers. Now, at the time, I wasn't really watching my subscriber count like that because I just, God was telling me, girl, that's toxic. Because <laughs> I was hawking it, like, at one point, and God was like, girl, that's toxic. I get you there when I get you there, right? So when I sat down and realized, like, 884 subscribers, I was like what but God was showing me that I've destined this for you daughter you are enough I got you just like continuously reassuring me that he makes no mistakes so I ended up getting great reviews on my first podcast episode and all the nervousness and fear it subsided and I went through the rest of the month like producing great episodes and just letting God lead me of what he wanted the podcast to be and what he wanted me to talk about and also in April, I did my first solo live. Like, I had done lives before, but I was basically just doing makeup and ministry when I was live by myself. But this live was, like, actually a Bible study, and it was something that God gave me a vision of. Sometimes I do deep dives. I, like, I want to share it sometimes. And God was like, okay, share it, but go live and share it. So in that live, I was connecting Jesus to the Passover because I had, like, literally did a deep dive on it. And I did it, and I was... I loved it. I haven't had the time to do another one just because deep dives take some time. But y'all, I got a surprise for y'all next month. I got a surprise. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> another thing happened in April that was a big deal. So in April, God convicted me on my weight loss slash healthy lifestyle journey. So back in 2021, God had told me that he wanted me to get healthy. I remember. I remember vividly. I talked about it in the podcast episode, did a live interview with a nutritionist student. And I started a couple months 
And then I ended it. I like, forget this. <laughs> and I had got back super comfortable in my old ways. So in April, God reminded me like, girl, I told you to lose weight. You aren't doing that. So he revealed to me that I backslid and he actually did it through a study in Samuel with Bathsheba. And I used that conviction and shared it on the show with the episode, just telling y'all that I backslid because he wanted me to show other people that it's not too late if you backslid. Like I may have told you to do something and you kind of got off track, but it's okay. You can get back on track. Like I'm always here waiting for you. Like I never give up on people. And so that was very encouraging to me to encourage y'all to, you know, get back on it. Like whatever he told you to do, get back on it. Like it's never too late. And so like I had started my weight loss journey again and I was excited. I said I was going to put out vlogs every single week, weight loss Wednesday. I had a band group. I was like, we up, we up and we stuck from there. But some things happened and I definitely am going to update you all next week because I, if I try to add everything that happened to this podcast episode, it's going to be super long and I feel like this is already going to be a super long video anyway. So I'll definitely update y'all on my weight loss journey experience next week. Definitely stay tuned because I have a word for you all. So in May, I was actually led to fast for a week. I've always done a corporate fast or I was always fasting with someone. Like I never just fasted by myself. So this was my first solo fast. And God was basically telling me that I had way too many distractions in my life. So he told me to take away YouTube, um, Hulu, Netflix, Instagram, Facebook, like anything that was taking up my time that had nothing to do with him. And with that fast, I just felt like God was telling me that I had horrible discipline and I needed to get better in my discipline, uh, self-discipline, I should say. And so that's what he was telling me to work on. But through that fast, I got really close to God during that time. And I was so appreciative of that fast and reminded me of the intimacy of having a relationship with God. So I kind of at the time implemented this plan of where like I really didn't do anything until I finished my Bible reading or until I finished praying. And then once I did that, that's when I can look at YouTube. That's when I can look at Netflix, you know, something like that. And also that fast helped me get back on track with the podcast because I was filming episodes late and it was basically because of distractions. And to even reference that distractions really come because of anxiety. I don't know if I ever really explained that to y'all in the process because I did document my fast in a video. So if y'all want to check that out, I'll be sure to leave that below in the Show notes, but I allowed myself to get distracted because I would be anxious. And so to get rid of my anxiety, I would introduce these distractions to avoid dealing with the anxiety. I don't know if I ever shared that, but basically that's why I'm so bad at distractions because I wasn't dealing with my anxiety. God was like, you need to deal with this stuff. Like if you don't deal with it, like it's, it's just going to keep coming up and you're just, you're just distracting yourself from the, the issue, which is not handling anything. That's what happened in May. Going on to June, if you are a Christian, you've definitely experienced this. But when you get on a really tight walk with God and you're really close to him, you're getting closer, you're getting closer to the goal that he has for you. That's when the enemy shows up and shows out. And that's what he did for me. 
So I was doing so good in my walk with God and staying consistent. But in June, the enemy showed up and showed out in my life. And June was a really tough month for me. The enemy was making me feel so insignificant. You know, he was telling me, you're about to turn 29. You haven't amounted to anything. And he was telling me that I'm a nuisance. I'm a burden to everybody. So June was a really tough month for me. And also my grandma on my father's side passed away. And so it was just like a lot of emotions going on in June. And basically God sent me the word of sis goes through it through my grandmother's funeral. And that was just another reassurance that, you know, God is always there for you because he knew what I was going through. And he placed in another vessel's heart to preach this sermon that has such like a profound meaning on me and, and got me through one of the most depressing months of 28. June was like the first month that I had really been that depressed in my life. Like I've had, you know, days where I feel depressed. I like a week or so where I feel depressed, but it's like before it had been like so quick. Like I had never been like bound to my bed, but this was like the first depression where I was like, I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to leave my room. I don't want to read the word. I just want to sit here and sulk. That's all I want to do. Like, I'm sad. And honestly, if it wasn't my grandma's funeral, I probably would not have went. Because I was just that stuck to my room. So, in July, our last month, the first week of July, I reached my 1K subscriber goal. And to this day, I am still like... In disbelief, like I cannot believe I have a thousand subscribers. Like y'all, this journey has been so long. Like a thousand subscribers was not easy for me. I don't make content that a lot of people want to see. I am in a very, very low populated niche on YouTube. Like I remember at one point when we were like first releasing episodes, we would get like two views. And I would work so hard on those episodes. And I was just getting two views. And like I said, God told me a long time ago, like, stop looking at the view count. Like, stop looking at your subscribers. Like, it's toxic to you. When you focus on that, you don't focus on what I've told you to do. Like, I've told you to do this for a reason. Everything works in my time. And July reminded me that everything works in God's divine time and everything works for a reason. July was a really hard month for me as well because I had some work struggles and it was like the first time in a long time that I've had work struggles because I've been at my job six years. Meetings were going horrible. So much change was happening and I was having a hard time. I talked about it every episode. I was like, pray for me at work, pray for me at work. Still pray for me at work. Those prayers are working. Work is still the same, but it has it doesn't affect me as much anymore. So thank God for that. I definitely can tell y'all are praying for me so definitely appreciate those prayers keep them up <laughs> so that's july so moving on to august so now we talked about every month from september up into july so we'll go ahead and jump into august and i'll share with y'all my word for this year when i was sitting on my bed one day i was like okay god what is my word for the year gonna be and i don't know where he gave me the word push and a lot of y'all probably have seen PUSH before. I know it's really popular when it comes to it as an acronym. It says pray until something happens. But he also gave it to me as just one word, PUSH. And I automatically knew that that was going to be my word for 29. 
And I actually was listening to a sermon that day from Dr. Darius Daniels. I've talked about him before. And he was actually having a sermon series where he talked about being Christian-ish. And in that series, he said, don't settle because God can't be glorified in your settling. And I just felt like that reaffirmed push for me. So basically, keep going. And... I thought about the scripture, Galatians 6 and 9, that says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at a proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So going back to push, do not give up, just keep going. And I feel like that is what I'm going to have to like be doing a lot of because I'm in my last year in my 20s, and it's just kind of like keep pushing towards the goals that I've given you, keep pushing towards becoming a better person, and, you know, keep excelling and then I also of course looked up what the number nine meant biblically and so here are some facts that I got from that so the number nine means finality the number nine in the bible can be representative of the fruits of the holy spirit they are faithfulness gentleness goodness joy kindness long-suffering love peace and self-control Ooh, and that self-control goes into that discipline I talked about earlier. So I was like, okay, that's something that I can work on in the year of 29, just bearing more fruits of the Holy Spirit, which I feel like, you know, we all can work on. And then also with the number nine, it can represent the ninth hour of prayer that can be found in Acts 3 and 1, which goes in play with the acronym PUSH that just says pray until something happens. So basically, I need to be strong in my prayer life in the year of 29 is what I got from that. So with seven, y'all know seven is the number of completion. So when I turned 27, I went on my journey of completion. And then 28, God gave me the word fearless. And eight means new beginnings. And that is basically what I experienced this entire year. So going into 29, I just feel like God is going to finalize some things in my life which nine biblically means finality. So I am excited for the wrapping up and putting in the bow. Parts is going to happen in my life, but I know it's going to play into account of what I do throughout the year as well. Y'all know our relationship with God is not just a one-way streak. So I'm going to be required to do some things along the way. And I just... When things get hard, I just need to be reminded to push. So that is my word for the year. Y'all probably see it in the background if you're watching on the video portion. I have push on my letterboard and also my focus scripture for this entire year, which is Galatians 6 and 9, which just says, don't become weary in doing good for at a proper time. You will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So just reminding me not to give up. So that is my word for 29. So before I get out of here, I do want to say a little prayer over my year of 29 and everything that's to come. And also for anybody out there that is experiencing a birthday, I want to pray for your upcoming year. I do know Minimalist Candle Girl, her birthday is this Sunday. So happy birthday, girl. I know you're watching. So I also want to pray for you too, since I do know specifically your birthday is in August. So let's take a moment to pray. So, Father God, I want to thank you for allowing us to see another birthday. We pray that through this year, we're able to complete exactly what you want us to complete. And we continue to yield to you and let you be the head of our lives. We know that you are the only one who knows how this entire year will go. And we just pray for your guidance and our understanding in what happens in our lives 
through this year. We pray for increase in happiness throughout this year. That despite what happens, we know that you'll be there for us. And we just got to keep pushing. And we'll eventually see the other side. And we can reap the harvest that you have for us on the other side. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before ending this episode, I have to provide someone out there the opportunity to become reborn. Now, I say reborn because in John chapter 3, verse 3, it says, Truly I tell you, unless someone is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And to become reborn is actually really simple. All you have to do is believe in Jesus and accept him as your savior. So if you haven't experienced this or you can't remember a time where you did, right now is the perfect opportunity for you to do so. You don't have to be in some revival. You don't have to be at a church specifically. You can do it right now, right here where you are. So all you have to do is repeat this very short prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from sin. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, you're now a part of the Union of Christ. And we're so excited to finally have you a part of the family. Congratulations. If you did repeat that prayer after me, the first essential step that you need to take is join a Bible teaching church. Churches are going to be so essential in your walk because you're going to be introduced to your shepherd who is going to lead you and guide you in the way that you should go of what God is telling them that their church family should do. And the next essential step that I believe, in my opinion, is to purchase our Reborn Workbook. That link is going to be down below if you would like to purchase. But that book is going to be full with essential tips and advice for you to take along your new journey. So definitely check that link out down below. So that's all that I have for you guys today. But before getting out of here, y'all know I have two questions for you. I want to know what was your key takeaway? And also, did you learn anything new from today's episode? If you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below. And if you're watching on Spotify, you can comment in the Q&A section. I can't wait to read y'all's comments because y'all know that I strive for this podcast to be a small group environment. So I love to communicate with you all. And if you happen to be watching the YouTube premiere right now, I see you. We see each other. And I am so appreciative of you spending time with me and chatting with you. I always love to chat with y'all. So if you would like to be a part of the premiere, I do premiere on YouTube at 7 p.m. every Tuesday. And if you want to watch the video portion, I will include that in the show notes below. And no matter where you're listening, if it's podcasting platforms or if it's YouTube, be sure to share this with five of your friends. If you share this, it does help the podcast go a long way. And we want people to know that they need to reflect on everything that God has done for them within their last year to show gratitude because it is so easy to forget because it's been a year and that's a lot of days. And we as humans, we just forget things. So before getting out of here, I want to remind y'all, if you do have any prayer requests, that you can always send your prayer requests to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And we will always be in agreement with you. And if you have any high and low moments that you want to share, you can submit those to us on our Instagram page, Facebook page, or directly through our email address. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I pray that this episode found you blessed, and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always... Be obedient and I'll see y'all next time. Ciao.